0: I'm Lisa, and I'm Loli, and together together, we're the the
1: Battle Buddies! Buddies. That was pretty good, that was pretty good that
0: time. Welcome back to Battle Buddies, the podcast. You're listening to episode 10.
1: Yes, welcome back, guys. Welcome
0: back! We're back. We're back. We're back. (laughs) back. Hey! (laughs) Hey! You guys, it feels like we've been gone like a year. Right,
1: it feels so long.
0: And how long it's been, Lisa? 3 months. 3,
1: Three months, months too long. Right, 3 sad months. 3
0: sad like months. <laughs> I feel like we cannot <laughs> we cannot get started until we explain why we've been gone for so freaking long. Yes. I feel like it was a mix of a lot of things. Um, I feel like, well, me and Lisa, I can speak for both of us. We both felt empty. And I feel like we, you know, you know that like you can't pour from an empty cup. And we just felt like we needed to replenish and fill up and get our spiritual food for, all, for our soul and our spirit. Right. And I feel like it was also a little bit, if we're being honest, <laughs> yes. a little bit of irresponsibility and laziness on our part. True. Um, and we've, you know, we just have to remind ourselves, me and Lisa, that this podcast is a ministry that the lord has given us has put in our hearts and that we cannot minister and run this ministry based on our feelings so even when we don't feel like it the lord's work still needs to be done
1: right and And that's um, that's why we're here here we are here we are oh whatever (laughs) oh whatever like
0: we here thugging for jesus
1: facts
0: that's that's a good one we need to trademark
1: that oh (laughs) god (laughs)
0: Dug <laughs> it for Jesus. Um, I'm going to get a t-shirt. Nobody take the
1: idea. Thank you very much. Right. Facts. We're going to trademark it. Um, <laughs> but for, seriously, um, before we get started, we just wanted to let you guys know that um, we do miss you guys. Yes. We miss recording mm. Um, and uh, we miss, you know, uploading and letting you guys hear what we have to say and what God has put on our hearts. But like Loli said, we cannot pour from an empty cup. And because this is a ministry, this is spirit-led. So we can't just say, oh, let's come up with this topic and we're going to just talk about it just because we feel like it. Right. Because the point of this podcast, as we mentioned before, is to reach the hearts and the minds of, of people to bring Absolutely. them closer to God. Um,
0: so so know, you know
1: that when we speak
0: and we come up with these, well, we don't come up with these topics. The Lord puts it on our hearts, each and every topic. Yeah. We just want you to know that. We want you to... We want you to know that these topics are not from, like, this bowl of, you know, a bunch of papers that we folded with, like, ideas. Right. This right. is literally the Lord. Every single topic we talk about on this podcast, we right. have prayed over. Yes. The Lord has put on both of our hearts. And if confirmed it, it. Give us absolutely. confirmation. We Any topic we talk about has never been on just Lisa's heart, on just Loli's heart.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's how we know when it's from God because He would put it on both of our hearts, and this topic today is definitely one of those one of
1: those <laughs> we yes.
0: literally he literally just gave it to us like a half hour ago. you guys. we haven't briefed or anything, so yes, we just want you to be mindful of that and to yes. um be patient with us
1: because we literally have no notes. We was yes. like let's let's get into it like now yes. right. And because it's, you know, obviously God is going to use what we've been through um, to be a testimony to those. It's not something that we need to um, brief about, even because it's, it's our life. We know exactly what went on, exactly what we're going to talk about. Um, right. So, right. yeah, we just wanted to put it out there. We're really, really sorry that we took so long. Um, I'm sh- so sure that so many of you guys missed us and we missed you guys, too. Yes. Um, we appreciate you and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the love but um you know we have to where we want to be mindful of what we put out there and you know now is the time absolutely
0: um so because we haven't briefed, me and Lisa were like well how do we start this right <laughs> how do we uh, get into it yeah, well, I, I think, think we're going to just jump right in. Yeah, we're going to jump right in. I, and I think the best way to do it is by saying how it even, how the topic even came up. How did the Lord even bring it up? We right. were just having a regular conversation today, all fun and games. And it just got so serious out of right. nowhere. Like tears were shed. Right. <laughs> like I, I, we, I got so emotional and it just came out of left field. And we looked right. at each other on FaceTime and we said, God wants us to share this on the podcast.
1: Exactly. That's exactly how it happened. And it's so funny how it happened because we've been on the phone with each other back and forth, on and off, on FaceTime since this morning. Yes. Um, And I actually was calling Loli to tell her something. Um, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to call her right now. I'll just tell her later. But then I was still, I was feeling that nudge, like, no, just do it now. Um, So I call her. And we, you know, we joking and playing and laughing. And then, like she said, it got serious. And that's when we knew that God, li- God literally dropped it in our spirit. And we knew that now is the time. Um, right. Because I, I also feel like we got comfortable mm-hmm. with not recording. Like, oh, well, since God hasn't given us anything and since we don't really have, you know, we, I mean, we do have topics that we want to talk about, but not anything of importance. We're like, eh, whatever. Right. Um,
0: so, yeah. And I feel like God, when God gives us a topic, we're not comfortable about it. We're so right. uncomfortable about it. It's something right. that we don't want to talk about. He takes us out of our comfort zone. Because when I tell you guys this topic, I just...
1: It's very uncomfortable. And it's so And the reason why we're recording it um, right now is because if we don't record it... Um, we're gonna get fearful. We're gonna start overthinking it. We're gonna be like, no, we don't want to talk about it. And, right. Um, we know this about ourselves, and yes. this is why we
0: said we're not briefing.
1: Right. And it's because we will make yes. excuses not to record. Yes. We wanna. I also wanna put it out there that this topic is very vulnerable. Um. So we're not being vulnerable because we want to. We're being vulnerable because we know that somebody out there somewhere is gonna help them, and it's gonna heal them, and it's gonna set them free.
0: Absolutely, and um, because we're we're we want to be obedient to God, like right. we, ha-
1: this is coming
0: from an obe- a place of obedience, and right. we always want to we always want to serve, please, and obey God. And this is basically if we don't do this
1: topic, we're disobeying God, right. basically. That's facts. Um, so we want to, we just want to be vessels we're going to be obedient and we're going to do this <laughs> yes we scared because we looked at each other on facetime like you ready we're like no we're not oh, ready <laughs> right, right we ain't um, ready but that's how we know that we have to get it done because we're both not ready we both don't want to do it but it, bo- it has to get done because you know right. who are we um if we're not going to be you know um examples for other people right and um i think so basically what we
0: what we we haven't even come up with a to- a name for our for this topic but it's definitely about sex at this point you guys already know what the topic is because we've already titled the podcast right but we are going to be talking about sex god's design for sex mm-hmm. um the holy bed um f- uh, premarital sex right um and this this lisa you go <laughs> You go because okay. I did Yeah right. <laughs> I'm just You're like, so you, go, un- you go, you go, you go, you go I go, got, you go. got so uncomfortable with that like what I was gonna say that I'm like Lisa take it from here Okay.
1: So I guess I can just basically start by saying that the re um how it came up was uh we were talking, you know, I was sharing my feelings on how because of my decisions about having sex, um and as as I will share with you, I am currently abstaining from sex until marriage. That is the goal. Um I often feel uh like it gets mocked. Um, so you know I was talking to Loli about it and like she said, um it got really it got really serious. We started sharing things with each other. Um and that's how we knew that this is what God wanted us to talk about. This is very uncomfortable um as you know and as I've shared if you know me in real life and as if you've heard other episodes you know I'm a very private person um I do not like sharing anything about myself um so this is very uncomfortable for me so if I stumble over my words or uh (laughs) you have a silent moment that's what it is but no I'm I'm gonna walk in this by faith and um Yes. we're going to do
0: this. So, yeah. wait, but- before you before you keep going, I want to just pause I just want to interrupt you for a second and say that the same way Lisa is private and does not like to open up, you guys know that I'm the half of the podcast that is a sharer, but when I tell you I am very private and I like to have control of what I do share, um this is why I'm so uncomfortable because I have no problem sharing but when I'm in control and what I want to share. But there are times like right now that God wants me to share something I do not want to share. <laughs> right. And that's, um, exactly. and this is why it's uncomfortable for the both of us. Um, although Lisa is more private than I am. um, And I, and I seem like I'm not private. Trust when I tell you I am private. <laughs> that's true. Um, Cause this conversation I've only ever had with Lisa. So that just goes to show you. All right, yes. Lisa, go ahead.
1: Okay. So, um it came up because we were basically um in a nutshell just talking about the importance of marriage i mean uh, the importance uh, the importance of having sex within your marriage and the dangers of having sex not being married um, and reflecting back on... and and reflecting back on it so um oh my god jesus take the wheel (laughs) (laughs) okay so i know you guys are probably like girl just let it out already but yeah but there's so much there's so much to uncover um and because we don't want this podcast this episode to be like two hours long um i'm basically just going to say that the reason well one of the reasons why i decided to um commit myself to god commit my body to God as a living sacrifice and to abstain from sex, um, is because I wanted to give God something that I didn't view as valuable before I gave it to him. Mm. Um so um the reason why I never viewed sex as valuable and is because I have I have experienced well I did experience um sexual abuse as a child. Um so Sex for me hasn't um, always been... I mean, of course, when you're in the middle of having sex, of course, it's pleasurable always. Um, But I'm talking about the feeling after it. Um, So as Loli's going to share when I'm done, what she said to me, which she'll share, um, I told her and my response to her was I've never enjoyed sex the way... Like, I don't know what enjoy i get her comment was i enjoy sex as a married woman i obviously don't don't know what that feels like um so i my response to her was i've never of course it was pleasurable but i've never enjoyed it um the way i think i should enjoy it i i don't know what that feels like because i knew that it was wrong you know growing um growing up and experiencing sexual abuse as a child you feel dirty you feel not worthy you feel unclean so and I always felt like I was giving my body because I had to not because I wanted to so because mm-hmm. of that trauma you know having sex and I you know I I never had casual sex I've always had sex in relationships um it always felt like I was unclean because of my trauma and because of my psyche you know I I, I always stood with that Um, so that was brought up in the conversation that we were having Um, and the reason why like I said before the reason why I wanted to abstain from sex until marriage is because I want to have that you know respect for myself I want to honor God and I also wanted something different I wanted it to be different Um, part of my testimony is not you know breaking generational curses so I don't want to feel what other people have told me it, you know, marriage feels like I don't want to experience what other people have experienced in marriage. So if I, I, I basically went to God years ago actually. And I told God, um, I, I believe it was four years ago, four and a half years ago, maybe five. I said, God, you know, I want to do something different. I want to honor you with, you know, cause I was full on Christian, worshiping God, praising God, doing what God told me to do. You know, when you first give your life to Christ again, um it's like I could do all things to Christ I could do all things to Christ um right until he tells you to do something that you view as normal and then you're like hold up so I felt like I was doing all that I physically can possibly do and then sex was one of those things where I was just like but you know God I'm already doing it so and I already have a child so like it's not a big deal you know what I'm saying like you love me anyway didn't you forgive me for my sins so like this is not a big deal um right so and that's how and that's how my mind worked and that's why it's so important that when you are walking a life of Christ that you renew your mind daily and you stay in him um because that was my 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 thought pattern I felt like you know you know, God, God, if you want me to minister to this person, if you want me to pray, if you want me to intercede, if you want me to give a word of encouragement, if you want me to show up to every church event that you have called, you know, that you have led me to be a part of, I got you. You know, mm-hmm. you want me to um, forgive, forgive um, the people who have hurt me. You want me to love and pray for my enemies. Um, you know, you want me to pray for my enemies. You want me to love those who despitefully use me. I got you, God. Like, I could do all those things right um but then when the when the when the um thought of not having sex anymore and not shacking up then it was like hold up well i'm already in this situation so if you want me out of this situation then you need to get me out of this situation because basically you know when when you part of me was like yeah god i want to give it up and then part of me was like nah chill like i'm enjoying this um so it was a constant struggle it obviously wasn't easy um and God is always going to go after the one thing, the thing that you yep. don't want to give up.
0: Exactly. Um, and if it's not sacrificial, it doesn't really matter to God. Because what, what's the sacrifice in, some, in giving up something that's easy
1: for you to give up? Exactly. If you don't even
0: like coffee and you say, I'm going to give up coffee, right. do exactly. you really think you're
1: sacrificing anything to God? Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely not. So that's why, you know, it started off like, it started off with a thought, um, And as I got closer and deeper with God, I realized that it became a desire of mine because it was a desire of his that he wanted Mm. me to do. Um, And of course, I'm not going to say it's all been like, you know, easy and, and, and happy and, you know, um, perfect because it hasn't. Um, It's, you know, it starts with a thought. He drops it into your spirit. You have to receive it. um, And then you either going to decide whether you going to agree or you're not going to agree. Um, but it was some like I was going through it in that time in my life so badly that I was like, "God, I've given you all I got," you know. I, I literally that was my prayer, God. I've given you everything. Um, right. And then he's like, "But you haven't given me the sex part. Right. You haven't given me, you haven't been giving me the shacking up part. So are you really giving me your everything?" Um. And I was just you know I was like, but. You know, you always try to make excuses for it, and there's no excuses. It's either you, you really want it that bad, or you don't. Um, and like I said, I was going through. It was, like, one of the worst times in my, in my life, um, and I just needed God to move. I needed something to be different. I didn't want to feel the way I was feeling anymore, so I said, you know what? I'm going to give it to you, and he, you know, it's been a process, and I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. I ha- Ever since the time five years ago, Four and a half, five years ago that I've given my body back to God as a living sacrifice, I have fell. I have. I have made mistakes. Um, I've I've done you know what I'm saying? Like I've I've made decisions that I'm not proud of. But that didn't keep me from the promise that I made to him. You know what I'm saying? And it mm-hmm. and at times it was so hard to be like, God please forgive me, because you feel like you messed up. You feel like you know, like, it's all over, like, you know, I committed myself, I made this promise to God, and now I messed up, so basically, that's it for me, you know? That's it. I right. can't I can't ask for forgiveness. Um, if I ask for forgiveness, he's not going to forgive me, Um and that... And when you start thinking like that, the enemy has you right where he wants Exactly. You. He like, keeps you from God exactly. with that thought process. Right, and so you have to make that decision within yourself to be strong enough to say, and this would... I felt um more than one time and I say you know what God I'm sorry please forgive me please you know forgive me for for me sinning against you and forgive you know help me be stronger in my thought process in the process before that because obviously going to have sex doesn't just happen like that there's steps to actually having that intercourse so you have that time to Make a way out, <laughs> so you have to be conscious of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't just and be the weak. Lord will oh all- yeah sorry yep and the Lord will always provide you with an with an escape plan right exactly and that that was the actually um the um verse I was gonna share afterwards but uh, I'm sorry no 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 <laughs> I'm sorry no 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 because it's true um so yeah I I wanted to share that um currently I am abstaining from sex until marriage. Um, that is my goal um, because, and I'm not, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm not doing it for other people. I'm not doing it for praise. I'm not doing it to seem like I'm better. I'm doing it for Jesus. This is, I this is what I can give to him to let him know, I respect you. I love you. And I want better for myself. You know what I'm saying? And I, I want things to be different. You know what I'm I desire marriage. Um, I desire, um, uh, dating with purpose and um a godly you know a godly divine connection, so there's certain things that you have to sacrifice um absolutely and I felt like because God put it on my heart um that i it had to be i mean it was a, I cried out to God for a change, and because he put it in my heart, I knew that it was there, and you know having I didn't want to have meaning meaningless sex anymore. I didn't want to mm. just give up my body because I felt like every time I was having sex, even that it was in the context of a relationship, I still I still felt like I was giving myself away, giving something away of myself that I couldn't get back. Um, right. And then, of course, that leads to... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... it's uh basically like a um a soul tie you know so then you create soul ties and then you wonder why you're going through so much mess and it's because if you would have not created that soul tie to begin with it would have been easier to cut off and you wouldn't be having to deal with all the turmoil that you're going through because you would have not created the soul tie to begin with i mean soul ties are created anyways even without sex but they're obviously stronger when sex is involved um Right. So, yeah, I, I wanted a change. I wanted it to be different. And there were so many times that the enemy said, well, you know, you you already have sex. Like you got a kid. Like, who do you think you are um, bringing your dirty body um, as a living sacrifice, as an offering to God? You know what I'm right. saying? Um, and I had to fight through those thoughts. I had to fight through those feelings of Of regret of unworthiness, of uncleanliness, to say "You know what, no, and that's why it's so important to stay in your word because God reminds you about how He feels about you, He reminds you about how much He loves you, he reminds you that he forgives you, he reminds you of what you mean to him and how he sees you, um right. so fighting through those emotions, like you know what, you're right, like I did already have sex, and I already have a kid, so you know you so many times when you hear abstinence, you hear because they're aversion, you know what i'm saying uh-huh. and because they're since since they're already aversion, then they're just gonna wait until marriage um but right. that couldn't be further from the truth um and that girl is a good example of that that
0: actress uh, what's her name that her and her husband go around talking about it now how she recommitted her body i don't know oh what's her name uh oh, she's so pretty um she's african-american she they have a book together and everything on it isn't she the one that talks about dating with purpose? Oh, Ashley and Powers? No, it's another girl. She's an actress. Uh, what movie was she with? Uh, that he's he's a pastor. Oh, she's oh Megan
1: Good and Devin Franklin. There you yeah. go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're an amazing example yes, of, yes, of this. Yes.
0: Of of what Lisa's talking Especially about. Especially
1: because she was such a sex symbol. And mm-hmm. she was seen as promiscuous. Um, right even if the even though in the in her real life even if she wasn't the fact that she played the roles that she played um she was seen as a sex symbol you know what i'm saying it's so easy for your for your thoughts to run amok and and for the devil to feed you like no you and that's what the devil was telling me well you already had sex um even being in a relationship well you we already had sex so how you know what i'm saying like right how like
0: you can't take your virginity right like you you can't. what do you
1: have to offer now exactly like it's already done and over with um right but and the enemy will try to do that to you but you have to fight through those thoughts you have to fight and say no. yes you know i was seen as dirty and i felt dirty before i felt unworthy i felt unclean but but this is the decision that i'm making now this is what i want to do with my life right now um so I also want that to be an encouragement to other people to let them know it doesn't matter what situation you're in. You could be a single mom right now. Um, you could be a single man right now. You could have three kids. Um, you could have multiple relationships, multiple sex partners, but you can still always come. It doesn't matter how many times you had sex. It doesn't matter if you have sex outside of marriage. It doesn't matter if you um, have kids already. If that's the desire of, what you want to do, and God has given you that desire, um, and that that actually is what's God's desire in general. But I'm saying, absolutely. But after you messed up, if you think that that's still not God's desire for you, it is. Um, then
0: that means you don't know the God you serve, because the right. God you serve is a merciful God. Right. He is the God and the King of Redemption, right. exactly,
1: exactly. And and you can come to Him as many times as it takes. Right. So, and like I said. I, when I committed myself to God, I have fallen. I have. Um, and I'm admitting that to, um, to you guys. And I've never said that out loud. I've never said, you know, like, oh, I committed myself to God and I've messed up. Of course, Loli knows because I told her, but I'm saying anybody else, everybody else doesn't know that. Um, so I have messed up and I was very, um, hard on myself. Um, and it wasn't even, it wasn't more so about God forgiving me. It was about me forgiving myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing about God, God's already forgiving right? you. So once you ask for forgiveness, that's it. God forgets about it. So the only person that remembers it is you. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, dealing, which with- leads you to that, to lead you to that scripture, which I'm I'm gonna
0: let you say, cause you're giving, you just said it. Basically, in other words, the one in Romans eight oh, about yeah. no condemnation. Oh no, you can you be- know God's already f- God. You God's already forgotten. Right. You've asked for forgiveness, and you've you God's already forgotten. Mm-hmm. You're the one that keeps reminding yourself, just like Lisa said. Right. And so, every time you remind yourself of your sins and your shortcomings, mm-hmm. and you feel that condemnation again. The word says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Right,
1: and the Spirit, um, through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has sent you free from the law free. of sin and death. Right. Free, right. he's It's already set you free. You are free. Right. You now have to walk in that freedom. Exactly. Um. So you know, I'm not gonna come on this podcast and act holier than thou and say, you know, if you know me. Like you said in the beginning, I'm thugging for Jesus. I'm half Jesus, half Peter. Run, right. run up and see which one you get in. But
0: honey, I, we'll cut ears. <laughs> <all>. off <Okay. laughs>
1: no, but like seriously, at the end of the day, I love God. Yet I fall. Um, I've fallen. Not even through sex. I've just fallen. You know what I'm saying? I've, I have shortcomings and um. But the 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 thing that keeps me going is because I love God and I know that He loves me and I know that He sees me the way no one else sees me. I know that He forgives me the way no one else forgives me, um, and He loves me the way no one else loves me. That's the reason why I love God so much, and I will always give His name worship and praise because He was able to be that covering for me when I wasn't even be when I wasn't even able to do it for myself. Um, yeah. So you know, yes. I am abstaining from sex till marriage. Yes, I have fallen. Yes, I have asked, I, I have asked for forgiveness. Um, and I'm not going to be arrogant and say, you know, I got this. Um, like I mentioned to you earlier, um, Loli, I, I'm not, this is one thing. I can have, you know, arrogance and be like, nah, like I got this or whatever. Um, and sometimes it's all, you know, jokes and games. But this is one thing that I will not be arrogant about. Um, one because my life is not my own. Two because I've committed myself to God. Um, so I need to lean on Him for my strength because on my own I'm weak. Right. Um. You know what I'm saying. On my own because we're human beings. We have
0: and we have a sinful nature. Right.
1: We we have a sinful nature. And as human beings, as women, we have urges to have sex. Like that's normal. Right. You know what I'm saying. So right. It's not just men. Right. It's women too. Exactly. So it's not. <laughs> it's it's, right. it's it's not something that's easy but i can say that it's something that's worth it um right. and even if you fall and even if you have kids even if you know you've had sex even if you had sex yesterday and you want to say wake up today and be like you know what god i want to recommit myself to you you can do that it's as easy as that um amen so you know i just wanted to um share my story my part of the story and um, give encouragement to those who need it um but like I said, I'm not going I'm not going to live in a life of arrogance especially when it comes to this. One because I'm human, one or two because I I still have urges to sex. It's not like, "Oh god, here my body has a living sacrifice and boom, you don't get urges to have sex anymore." Like that's right. not true. <laughs> I'm still right. uh, I'm still in a human body. Um and that's why it's a sacrifice. It's sacrificial. Exactly, exactly. So I just wanted to share this verse from Romans 8, verse, verse 5, 6, and 7. Those who live in, according to the flesh have their mindset on what the flesh desires. The flesh meaning, you know, what you desire, um, being your sinful nature. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by flesh is death, but the mind governed by spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God, It does not submit to God's law, nor does it, nor can it do so. Um, and verse eight, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Um, and then another one that, that was Romans eight verses five through eight. And then, um, another, another verse that I wanted to share was first Corinthians, um, chapter 10, verse 11, I'm sorry, verse 12 and 13, um, So if you think you are standing firm, and this, I'm sharing this because I shared about my arrogance. Um, I can be arrogant in other ways um, and other areas of my life, but this is one thing that I solely have given to God, and I don't play with, and I don't say, oh, no, I could could be led into temptation, and I'm going to fight it. That's not true, because the times that I have fallen, I was led into temptation, and I didn't fight it. I didn't call on God. I just went with it what's that verse when so, the devil prowls like a right mm-hmm, like like a yeah that's why you have like a lion that's why you have to and he's he says to be on guard right, and he's looking who he may devour so like i said in the times that i have fallen one i was weak two i wasn't spending time with god i was i didn't seek god and say god take me out of this i just went along with my sinful nature and said eh, it is what it is at that point and then you know you regret it after so um what I'm going to share is the first Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 and 13. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, you will also, uh, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Um, So that's just the verses that I wanted to share.
0: Amen. Um, so
1: good. And God's word is so amazing. I it love really is. It. Just... But you have to <sighs> stay steadfast in His word. Yes, if not, in you prayer. will fall. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care how how high you are. Um, you know, in ranking in the spirit, if you are not careful, you will fall. So
0: and. And
1: the longer you are away from the
0: word, yes. the less you're, you actually even crave it. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That is absolutely so this is
0: why. So this is why it's so good to be consistent mm-hmm. in your word and don't wait to feel like wanting to read it. Stay consistent in the word. Cause again, the devil prowls like a lion waiting to see who he can devour and that's why you're supposed to stay on guard and And sober minded right Exactly.
1: exactly exactly stay
0: sober minded and this is why jesus went into the wilderness and every time the enemy tried to come at him he was able to do what fight him with the word exactly exactly um so I, I just want to take a moment to see how proud I am of Lisa. Thank you. My palms so are sweaty, you know.
1: Like, oh, sure. I know.
0: <laughs> Listen, my palms are sweaty. We- <laughs> to you, because I know we're both so nervous about sharing right. this part of our exactly. lives. Exactly, and you know, In I and I
1: don't want it to become, you know, a big spectacle. Like, oh, whatever. Like, like I said, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm not doing this for anyone else. I'm just basically, um, you know, a Christian. Um, that loves God, that was a sinner, and is just trying to change her ways. I'm not holier than thou. I'm not better than anyone. I don't think I'm better than anyone. I'm just trying to live my way. I'm trying to live my life in a way that can be pleasing to God and can be, you know, an example to others. That's it. Amen. Amen. So Loli, uh. take it away, girl. <laughs> is it my yes. Turn?
0: Is it my Yes.
1: I got to, girl. I got you. Um...
0: All right, where can I start? So I think, okay, so Lisa started with how, um you know, why she felt dirty. She felt unclean is what she was saying. And that's how I got so emotional on our conversation off of, you know, off of the podcast when, you know, when the topic came up, I got really emotional because it just had hit me in that moment how, um how, how sex for me was before marriage. I did not wait till marriage to have sex. I did have premarital sex. And um, like Lisa, I didn't have casual sex. I was in, you know, relationships when I had sex, but I still felt dirty and I felt unclean, even though I was supposed to be in this committed relationship, the sex didn't feel right. And I felt very dirty and unclean. And I was sharing with Lisa how, I just realized how wow. Every time I had sex with my partner, I, I after the fact, I would go to the bathroom and I let the water run so that they wouldn't hear me crying, because I cried every single time after I had sex. I just felt so dirty. I felt so wrong. I never, I never enjoyed it. Like I, I just didn't. It didn't. Every time I had sex was for the other person it was never for me it wasn't a desire that I had my desire was commitment and I felt like I wasn't going to be able to get their commitment unless I gave them my body Right. and um so that's what I did I felt like that's what I had to do in that moment in order to get what I wanted uh emotionally from them um I just had to give my physical self to them in order to get a piece of of emotional connection from them and that didn't really work because I it sex just left me empty and dirty and unclean and that's where the tears came from and I told Lisa that is so crazy how I cried every single time after sex but when I had sex with my husband for the first time it was the first time I didn't cry it was the first time I actually enjoyed it and that's when I got emotional Like I am now. It's alright. It's okay. Take your time, girl. And it's funny because I actually... I actually remember telling my husband, wow, like, I have never enjoyed sex until I had sex with you. And That's beautiful. And I I told Lisa, I said, this is... Like, I know... Looking back, I understand why the Lord made sex for the holy bed. Mm -hmm. He made sex for the husband and the wife. You know, so many people think that God is so selfish. How can sex before marriage be sin? What if you don't want to have... What if if you don't want to be married and... You know, God is such a perfect God right. that he thinks of everything. He knows the consequences right. of having premarital sex, right. sex outside of marriage. He knows us women how emotional we are right. and how attached we get
1: so easily. How
0: attached we get. How He knows how he designed us. Right. He knows that is so detrimental to our well-being to have sex outside of marriage. Right. God is not a selfish God. He doesn't do it to hurt us, to punish us, to not want us to see to to not see as happy he does it because he looks at the long term we look at the in the moment what we want and god looks at what we need right right and so that's where this is came from that i was just like wow god is such a good god and now now lord now i understand why you met why you meant sex to be contained
1: into marriage and And another thing that i want to bring up um That's very, very important is that in our conversation, um, you said, every time I cried, I felt like the Holy Spirit was condemning me. And I said, no, it's not more so condemning. It was that God had already put that desire in you. That was already the, your spirit was already desiring that, but you just didn't know any better to know that that's, that's what you were feeling.
0: Right. Um, Because I I, I was I was think I was calling it conviction and it wasn't conviction. Because I first of all I didn't even have a relationship with God to even be convicted of what I was doing. Right.
1: It's because you're So when Lisa explained it and broke it down to me, I'm like, You're right. right. That's what it was. Because you know, so many times we think as Christians or non believers, we always think, you know, if I do this one thing that I know that is wrong, then God's condemning me. God is not sitting on his throne waiting to like, you know kill us he's he -hmm. that's that's not the type of god that he is he's a he's a very loving and compassionate god yes he is a jealous god yes he has laws and yes he wants us to abide by his commandments so on and so forth but he is a very loving forgiving compassionate god he's not and that's why i have to help you understand no the lord you know he was not condemning you because he already knew that that would happen
0: well i said convicting and i wanted i wanted to i wanted to address that convicting right. and condemning are two different things right right but i but i you were still right because i wasn't feeling convicted because i didn't even have a relationship with god right. and i didn't care nothing about the whole thing what i learned growing up that it was sex before my, that wasn't even on my mind so no it wasn't conviction. Exactly.
1: It it was definitely how you were saying to me that it was. Right. It's because your your you know your spirit was de- um desiring that God had already put that desire in you. Your spirit right. was desiring it. You just didn't. You just weren't in relationship and covenant with God to understand what was going on. Because exactly. I'm pretty sure if you were, then you would have been like, hold on, this is not what God wants for me, and this is not what I should be doing. Um, right. but God was so far from my mind right. in that moment. And so
0: now I know that it wasn't conviction. And going by what Lisa said, I had stumbled upon this verse. And I was like, this is exactly like what you were telling me. And it's Romans 8, verse 24, where where it says for in hope we have been saved but hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he already sees just like this was saying that i wanted i was crying because i wanted something that i didn't even know what i wanted it's it's like i was hoping my i was hoping without even knowing that i was hoping right i was hoping without even seeing anything Uh it was the hope in me that was crying my spirit was literally yearning for what God had planned for my life. Right. What, God, what, God, what God
1: plans for all of us. Absolutely. Um, because
0: he. Without even the, the thing
1: about. The wonderful amazing thing about God. Is that he puts. He already put all of that inside of you. But then he also knew. That you would. You would make the mistakes that you made. Absolutely. You know, but he still said. I see you as good enough. To put the, this desire in you. For you to be able to go back and look back or even in the moment say, I know that this is God, right, which is so powerful. You know? Right.
0: It's funny how like sometimes, and that happens all the time to all of us walking in Christ or who walk, in, you know, walk with Christ later on in life that you never understand in the moment. You figure it out later. Here I am, you know, 31 years old and now I'm like reflecting and seeing God's hand on my life uh, in that moment. And I didn't see it in that moment, but now I do, right. And so when I mentioned, you know, I never did it for me. I was giving up my body, and it was always for them. It was uh, to please them. Um, it made me feel almost like a sex slave, and that's when um, I told Lisa, this verse is perfect for this because this is how I was feeling. And it's First Corinthians chapter seven verse 21, where it says, "You were were you called while a slave? Do not worry about it." But, if you are able also to become free, rather do that right um Powerful. and I was telling Lisa that, that that's how I felt. I felt like a slave, but you know eventually I felt that calling in my life from the Lord absolutely and he freed me from that, and you know I've never i so many times me and Lisa had thought about you know having a episode where we speak about our biggest regrets right. and I never wanted to do it because I never wanted to share what was my biggest regret. And so now that we're talking about this, I can finally say that my biggest regret was not waiting to be married, to give my body up, to give my body. Because, Like I was telling Lisa, you know, and we both agreed on this, that, you know, when we would have sex with our partners, it was like giving a piece of our bodies to each person, giving a piece of ourselves, not just physically, but emotionally. And God, right, right? and, and God, mentally. God takes all this into consideration, even, you know, even, um, so again, like I was saying, you know, we see it as, oh, uh, he's a selfish God, and why wouldn't he want me to have pleasure, and this and this and that, and why you have to be married, what about those that don't want to be married, but you still want to have sex, and this and this and that, you know, right. God thinks of everything, he even thinks of the consequences of children growing up in broken homes, um, right. why, because you exactly. chose to have sex, outside of marriage and even those and even right. and you see how even divorce he almost makes it like hard because you know there's children involved as well you know right. it, he doesn't take divorce lightly and he even of that provides too.
1: a way he, right and he also provides a Absol- way out
0: if there's Absolutely. one that you need. and point. you know our struggle um, this you know our struggle was having you know sex before marriage but your struggle can be pornography, it can be drugs and yes. the and the enemy right. the enemy will tell you you are no longer clean. Perversion. Perversion the enemy will tell you you're no longer clean, you're no longer holy. What's the point? You might as well continue. Lust. Love all kinds well. of things drunkenness that's, every all kinds right. of things gluttony all kinds of things what's the even, even like with my, my food struggle when I'm or oh I'm already I already messed up I already went over my calories and you might as well just keep eating no I can right. be made holy and clean again in that moment um Absolutely. and so that's where we have to fight back with the word until oh, I am whole I am made holy uh you know, I am made clean, you know um by the cross, and um right even you know it's funny because Elisa said, you know even now, even though I recommitted my my body to God, and um five years ago, you know I still slipped, I still messed up, you know that's not just for single people, you can slip and mess up within your marriage within your marriage and feel dirty That's and true. unclean and well look I'm already right. dirty I'm unclean you can go right back to God just like she said you know over right. and over and over and over and over and this you know it can be infidelity it can be pornography within your marriage there's so many ways to slip within your marriage it's not just infidelity right
1: right and even in you know even in your singleness um the way One of the things that keeps me um, level-headed and keeps me balanced is knowing who I am in God and reminding myself every single day about what he Mm. thinks about me. You know what I'm saying? Um, He knows that I would be messed up. He knows I would mess up. He knows the decisions that I was going to make. He knows that the mistakes that I was going to do. But he still called me. You know what I'm saying? He, He still called me. Um, He called me his own. He called me, um, you know, to do, to be an ambassador of the kingdom. He put purpose inside of me. So none of that excludes you um, from God's best. You know, all you have to do is just tell God, you know, forgive me for the things that I have done and, and move on and not be so hard on yourself. Um, And you have to, you have to want it. You have to get to a point where you want it so bad that nothing is going to stop you from God's best. And um, really quickly, I can share um what happened to me last night, what I what I spoke to you about um on FaceTime. Um, I still have some calories left over. We count <laughs> calories. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, right, or oh, whatever. It ain't easy, but we count calories. we trying to be slim yes. and trim and weight. And snacks. we mess anyways, up all the time, um, but we always go right back to absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. So I had, you know, I was supposed to have my last meal. I got distracted. Um, I didn't end up eating. The time ran away from me. And it was late at this point. I still had calories left over. So, of course, to me, I'm like, oh, I have calories left over. It doesn't matter um, if I eat whatever time I eat because I can just start fasting at that time. We're also right, fasting, we're also fasting. Or whatever. But, right, but moving on, moving on. So, you know, I said, you know, I I could just start my fasting clock late, whatever. I still have calories left over. But in the way that I was feeling, I was so hungry. I was laying down in my bed, and I. But because of what I was feeling in that moment, um, I, if I would have went to eat, it wasn't to complete my calories. It was to feed. You know, it was to comfort my pain that I was feeling in that mm-hmm. moment. So one, I would have went over my calories. Two, I would have fed. You know, I would have fed my pain with food so in that moment as I said you know what I'm so hungry that I literally feel pain in my body but if I go eat I'm not gonna eat to say my you know what I'm saying like my flesh was like no you're gonna go eat to complete your calories let's let's numb it you said you
0: said it like I wanted to feel I don't want to numb it
1: right and I and and that's exactly what I told you I said you know, I haven't ate still. It was like, what, 10.30? I'm like, I haven't ate. I'm so hungry. I literally have, because I hadn't ate like what? The last time I ate, it was like 3.30. So I'm like, I haven't ate. I'm literally in so much pain because I'm hungry. Um, But I know that I'm going to overdo it. I know that if I eat at this point, because now I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling, that I wasn't feeling before, it's not about calories anymore. It's about, and it's not about completing my calories for the day. It's about feeding my pain so I said I don't want to stop from feeling anymore I want to feel so God can heal me and I said and even in this moment I feel like God needs me to stay the way that I am um and not eat anything and fall asleep because this is not a physical fight it's a spiritual fight so had I went to whatever fast food restaurant and got whatever I wanted to get not only would I've i would have been feeding my insecurity that i was feeling at that moment um i would have been um um inflicting self self harm with food and then it would have just you know it would have been downhill from there um and because I didn't do that, because I listened to the spirit of God, and I, I, like I was telling you, I said, Loli, no, I can't, as hungry as I am, and as and much you as I want to get up from my bed. And you were
0: physically, and you were going to feed yourself, yes. you were going to feed your flesh, but you were going to leave gonna your, your o-
1: spirit feeling hungry, starving. Right. And I, and like I told you, I said, in this moment, I know that God, if, this is not even about hunger. It's not about food. It's not about calories. So much deeper. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a certain type of way, um, and I'm going to numb myself. I'm going to numb my emotions with food. So I have to stay laying in my bed. And I said, and the crazy part is that I'm not even tired. I'm wide awake because I'm hungry. Um, and isn't it like the Holy Spirit, like literally, like not even a minute later, I started getting sleepy. I literally fell asleep with my phone in my hand. In the I said, won't of God year. do it. Right. Right in the middle of texting you because I'm like, I need this breakthrough. I can no longer numb my feelings anymore and keep inflicting self-harm. I have to overcome this. Um, And it's the same thing with sex. It's the same thing with drugs. It's the same things with alcohol. It's the same things with pornography, perversion, lust, whatever whatever it is that you're struggling with, it's the same thing. You have to fight. And like I told you, I said, listen, I'm here. Correct me if I'm wrong. I texted you this. I said, I'm here. It's either fight or flight. And I'm fighting. Because I cannot do this anymore. And it's the same. You know, you have to get to a point where you say, you know what? It's either me or them. And you have to pick yourself. You have to fight. You have to fight through temptation. You have to. And you are going to fall. You are going to mess up. You are going to give in. But the point is that you have to get up and keep moving, keep going, keep fighting, the battle um, is not lost you guys
0: when yes. you slip when you fall and you yes. have to remember that um when you're craving things of this world whether it be sex drugs food etc know that that's your really your spirit screaming and 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 and, and yearning for spiritual food right you know you're going right. to sure you can feed your flesh with the with the food with the sex with the drugs with pornography with whatever it is but you're right. going to leave your spirit feeling hungry it is literally right. you guys a black hole that we're f- trying to fill with things of the world right. it will not you will right. not stay satisfied when you Wait, are craving Things of the world, which you really are, is hung your spirit is hungry for for, for right. food, for spiritual food. And that food right. is found in the word and in prayer and in habitual fellowship with God. And fasting. Absolutely. And um I wanted yes. to I need I had one more verse because I wanted to remind everybody that no matter how many times you fall, no matter how many times you slip, whether you had sex before marriage or you messed up even in within your marriage, that, you know, we serve a God of redemption. There's redemption right. in singleness. There's a redemption in marriage. Absolutely. And um, there's this verse where I didn't even see until we started recording. And it says, you guys, listen to this. And not only this, but also we ourselves having the first fruits of the spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our body. Wow. Yo, isn't that crazy? Powerful. We're talking about redemption and we're talking about right. our bodies being sacrificial, you know, a sacrifice Absolutely. to God and offering him the sacrifice. And and it's saying the redemption of our body Right. And and it's, te- and it's telling you how your spirit groans and waits eagerly for our adoption as sons. Absolutely, you guys. If you have that emptiness, that feeling of emptiness in you, if you have the craving to try to fill it uh, with things of this world, whether it be money, cars, dr- drugs, sex, anything, it's really right. your spirit that's hungry and yearning and groaning. For right. the one thing that could fill it, and it's God, and the word says, absolutely. seek the kingdom
1: first, and everything else would be added unto you. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's why I think it, I think this title should be the power of waiting, um, because imagine all the and and it's not waiting only on sex. I mean, waiting on God, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? Waiting on God, like like I just explained to you what happened yesterday. You know, I'm all up in my emotions, um and I'm like, you know what I'm gonna just go eat myself to death, right, um, but I waited on God, I literally laid in my bed and said, God, I cannot do this without you, please, I'm hungry, I wanna eat, i'm gonna overeat i'm gonna self i'm gonna inflict self harm on myself with food. I need you right now in this moment, and what he did, he put me right to sleep, right. girl, you'll be like you said, like your saying says you'll be out right. you'll be all right, go to bed, and it's crazy right. because
0: and it's true, waiting, waiting on God because now i i i know now you know looking back i can tell you How much I cried, how much I suffered, how much emotional damage I caused to myself, not waiting on God. And then to see the difference of now knowing what it's like when you wait on God, wait for, you know, wait to have, you know, it's not just sex or anything that God is telling you to wait on. You are going to see the difference when you try to go ahead of yourself, when you try to go ahead of God. You're going to see the difference. And you don't want to feel the yet, difference. You know how much you know how much heartache and pain I would have saved myself had I waited on God? Absolutely.
1: Oh, my God. Facts. That's facts. Because that soul tie would have never been created in the first right. place. Right. You know, we, don't, we why... don't
0: know ourselves or our future or what we need more than our creator. Mm-hmm. So when I tell right. you, it may seem oh God is so unfair, unjust Is you know, you don't know it's because he's already seen he's already laid out your life he knows what's going to happen Absolutely. if you do this if you Absolutely. don't wait this is what's going to happen if you go this route, this is what's going to happen he knows, but he also gives us free will, and so we'll get bumped and we'll get bruised, but we serve such a graceful God He he's a God full of grace Absolutely. and merciful that he will be like okay, yes. let's get back on track
1: Right. And I think the most powerful thing in this whole entire episode I'm, is am I feel so you. liberated and I feel so good. I feel like right. somebody
0: I feel it right now. Somebody is I feel chains broken in Absolutely. this moment you guys.
1: Yes, Yes.
0: Somebody yes. is free. Somebody is free in this moment and you know what? Preach. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you and yes. I know that this episode has freed me of shame. Absolutely. I was ashamed to even speak yes. about this.
1: Right. And that's why I was just about to say the most powerful thing to me in this episode that has liberated me in this entire recording is you saying my biggest regret is not waiting until marriage because you didn't even know that that was your desire until you had something. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're literally on the other side of of what you were feeling and you're like my biggest regret is not waiting. Right. And that's right. why... Isn't, isn't it amazing that Lisa, you
0: wanted right. to do a topic on waiting and we didn't know that this is what Absolutely. it... was. Wow.
1: No, and remember when we were talking, I told you God had given me in the car the title, The Power of Waiting. Right. I just, and, but, and then I also told you, but he didn't give me anything else. He just gave me that. You know, he had said a few things to me um, after that, but there's so much power in waiting because now that you are on the other side of it, You can say my biggest regret is not waiting and it's powerful to me in this moment not because you said it because i've heard you say it before before. it's because you actually admitted to it and where and you know you released that shame from inside of you right it's
0: so So amazing i feel so It it all came together in full circle this whole time, absolutely. Lisa was like, "We need to do a podcast on waiting on God," and I thought it was a different route. And yet, this whole time, it was about this. Right. Wow, I'm just like in awe. God is such an amazing. We serve such a mighty God. I'm just so absolutely, oh, I'm absolutely. so happy. Um, all right, you guys. I'm.
1: I hope. I hope this, I hope this. Oh wait, this resonated I actually just you. got something that I remembered. Go ahead. I I'm not sure what sermon title it was. But I remember sitting at my desk and I was listening to a sermon by Pastor Stephen ferdict And and I even have it written down on a sticky note um, that I still have to this day that says the worst thing you can do is wish. The worst thing that you can do is wishing that you waited on God.
0: Mm,
1: you know what I mean?
0: That's so powerful. It's so true.
1: Like, you you want to be in such a hurry and in a rush to do things your way because you think that you know the entire picture. But the worst, the the worst, the, you know, it feels terrible waiting on God, but it's even worse wishing that you waited on God. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So instead of just going by your own might and your own power, that's why I feel like this title should be The Power of Waiting because... It's not about waiting about sex and waiting on this and waiting on that. It's about waiting. Period. For God so God can waiting give on you. God. Period. Right. So He can give you, you know, what you need, not in what that you want, to what you're going. Need. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yes. This is so, isn't it amazing Absolutely. how we came
1: up with the title
0: within the episode? That's so cool. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you guys, I hope, it, I hope this resonated with you guys. I hope it freed some souls today. Yes. Um, and please share, share this episode. Even if it's not for you, Absolutely. it might be for somebody in your life. So please Absolutely. share this episode and don't forget to. And forgive
1: yourselves. Forgive, forgive yourselves
0: because God's already forgiven you and God's already forgotten. Absolutely. And He told you there is now Absolutely. no condemnation for those who are in Absolutely. Christ. So if you've gone to the throne, to His feet and said, Lord, forgive me, I want to do better, help me do better. The Lord has forgiven you. He's forgotten. And now you have to forgive yourself. You are free. Walk in that freedom. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. So good. I'm uh, so happy. I'm so... Oh, man. I'm proud of us. I'm proud yes, of us. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us because we shared something that we were uncomfortable with. We obeyed. Um, and we freed ourselves from shame. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I uh, I'm so um, I'm so happy <laughs> for you guys. Um uh, I'm
1: proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too. I'm, I'm proud you. of
0: us. Thank you. I'm proud of us. Yes. And I'm proud of this podcast. Yes. We back. Oh whatever. you, what dug is- it for Jesus.
1: Dugging for I'm Jesus. I me shirt.
0: I'm not playing. It. Facts. Facts. <laughs> All, All right. right, you guys, don't forget, do your best until That's you cool. do better. Oh wait, no, how it goes? <laughs> Do until, best, you know until you know better. Oh my better. God, it's so and then fitting. When you know better, do better. Isn't it fitting with this oh. podcast too? Facts.
1: It's true. Do all of the episodes you can't really Do to your
0: that. best until um, you know better, and then when you know better. All right, better. guys. Until the next one.